Established in 2002, Hotwire Coffee is located in a charming 1910 building in the heart of West Seattle, offering unique coffee drinks using locally roasted seven coffee roasters, high quality teas from B. Fuller's, Motor, and Pestle, and locally made burritos from El Bujo. Locally owned, community operated, laid back ambiance, covered patio with seating and dog friendly. Use the code Dr. and the DJ and get 20% off any sized espresso beverage. The following content is not a substitute for medical advice. Amy. Did you find your phone? <laughs> I didn't find my phone. I feel naked without my phone. It's probably okay. next to the toilet. It's probably in the bathroom. Do you remember going to the toilet without your phone? Do you ever remember those days? No. I I I had <laughs> I had the toilet the other day and I was heading to the toilet and then it slipped out of my hand because I had it in one hand. I was gonna set it on the windowsill and I, I did this and like three times it in the air and I made that noise, by the way, sexy, right? in the phone and then i smacked it so it wouldn't go in the in the pooper in the pooper anyway uh this is our segue uh we want to talk about uh the holidays and toxic family members and just the bullshit of having to go visit them there you go let's keep it nice and not controversial don't go visit your family this holiday season love the doctor and the dj the end. We're the done. end. All right. Enjoy. And uh, support for the Dr. DJ comes from Underground Co. Um, no, we need to talk about this. This is a big thing. And, and Amy said it the other day. I don't know if you posted it or I, we were talking. I don't remember. It hit me like a like a ton of bricks, which would hurt a ton of bricks. Um, I thought about this. Why? Why do we go? Why do we visit? Why do we put ourselves in this uh, situation? Why do we let people beat us up like mentally and and just make us feel bad? And uh, okay, go. We're trained. Is that what it is? Yeah, we are trained hard to do this. We we are trained that uh, this is what we do, and we do things that are obligatory. For other people, we feel obligated. We do it to please other people. Mm, we yes. do it so that they don't get mad yes. and we don't want to rock the boat. And we do it for family enmeshment. En- enmeshment. Yes. So families who are often enmeshed, and I don't even know if that's a word, to be honest. It's either enmeshed or enmeshed. We should look it up. Um families do this. They get really codependent on each other and they have what? Enmeshment with an N is a description of a relationship between two or more people in which personal boundaries are permeable and unclear. This is my new favorite word. Enmeshment. Yeah, I was right. right. Okay. It's not a new word, by the way. It's my dumb brain's new favorite word. Hey, but that's, you know, the doctor and the DJ, we're imperfect people. I don't know. I say words. I made up some word the other day. It was, uh, it's so good. When I remember it, I'll tell you. But anyways, we are enmeshed with our families. And what this means is, John just read a description of it. We, there's, there's ways you do things, Right. Like there's a way and some of it's tradition and some of it's bullshit. I don't have any other word for that. Bullshit's my my description of this. It's like you do the thing this way. The the older sister does this, the younger sibling does that. 
this parent does it this thing that way. And, you know, and you're living by these rules that you're trained in and you forgot to question them. And then you feel like shit as an adult participating in this and you keep doing it because you haven't decided I don't need to do that and to stop doing that. You are expected to think, feel, and believe certain ways according to somebody else. That's right. And I bet a lot of people listening are saying, okay, well, they'll get so mad at me. If, if I say no, they're going to they're gonna be really upset at me. Well, it's just triggering our abandonment wound. Mm. Deep down, really, I would argue most people have an abandonment fear and an abandonment wound. And so if you feel like you're going to be abandoned, and especially by your original family, and I'm going to use that term, original family, because as you know, you create your family as you grow older, whether that's with friends or people you meet along the way or with your spouse and your kids or just whatever family is, you can create it. And so your original family has all these rules and all this stuff and you don't have to participate in it, but it's triggering that abandonment wound. And somewhere deep down, your subconscious is saying, uh, yeah, I better go to Thanksgiving. I better go over for Hanukkah. I better go over for, you know, Christmas dinner or, you know, I'm going to be cast out. It's going to be the 2021 Christmas where Amy didn't show up. For, for the rest of time. Oh, and then and they will continue to pile on. Then the pile on starts. Right. So, and then the gossip and family gossip is so gross and so toxic, but this is what they do. All your family members text, and then it becomes a, that's the thing. You're now the story. You're the gossip. You're the text message. You're the phone call. And honestly, who the fuck has the time for that shit? I, I don't know. I have no Why? idea. So I think you're, <laughs> well, I think maybe then the argument would be, well, if I, and I, this is sounding a lot like an abusive relationship, by the way. That's right. If I just go, this isn't as bad as making everybody mad. Is that an okay comparison? Yeah. I talk to people all the time who are like, well, that's what alcohol is for. Jeez, oh, man. That's not, that's true. But that's, but that's me. I, I, you are not alone. Yeah, I mean, think is, about that. Yeah, if I'm you're totally like. with you. Yeah. That has hit me. Yeah. Sure. I did that. I used to. Okay. So I'm from a Mormon family. This is no secret. I've been talking about this since day one of the podcast. <laughs> I grew up in this very extensive Mormon family. We don't always say eye to eye. I try to respect and, you know, hold a certain level of tolerance, you know, and, and they feel the same way towards me. <laughs> uh, at the same time, though, we would pack booze to like go home for the holidays all the time. Every time you'd have to pack a ton of booze because there's, they're also Mormon. There's no booze in the house to bring into the house to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Not just because you had a drinking problem or like, like I have to, it was like, this is the only way we're going to get through it. That's why you pack. I remember like sneaking down into the basement, like with a sibling and like doing a shot and then coming back upstairs just to deal with the, just to be like in the Christmas Eve mayhem. At my parents' house. Yeah. So, okay. So you don't go. Uh huh. You don't go. Okay. What would be, what is your, what is the healthiest for you, person listening or you, to address this to a family member? I, I would think you need to be very direct. That would be my first guess. Yeah. Is I'm not going to go. 
I'm not going to be there this year. Do you go into why? No. That's that. That did sound incorrect to me. Okay, so you don't go into the why because you're going to get asked the why. Here's the thing. Anything you say where you're trying to build a case, case building. Yeah. That's a term. When you're case building, like you're trying to explain yourself and excuse yourself and build a case for the reason why, you are only giving more fan to the flame. Because now you will find yourself in an argument for all the reasons you gave. Because those will now be attacked as ridiculous reasons, right? You're not responsible for another person's reaction. You know, and I know it's tough. I've had to do this. I have set some very clear boundaries in my family. And it's tough. You, you say, I love you. I hope you have a wonderful time. I'm staying in wherever. I'm staying home. I'm staying in whatever city I live in. I'm having um, a celebration with some other people and I love you, you know, have a great time. I hope you have a wonderful time. Do you ever need to address the reasons you're not going at any point then during the year? Just, or, or maybe they're never going to clear up or maybe you, you can't, is this a problem that can be fixed or? You're, you're still um, trying to please people. Yeah. If you feel like you have to build a case and have to have reasons, you're just still trying to please people. Mm-hmm. You don't actually. So if you're a grown ass adult, you can't abandon another grown ass adult. <laughs> That's impossible. True abandonment is you abandon someone you're responsible for who is dependent on you. And I mean like dependent for their survival. Not emotionally dependent because you all are in a codependent relationship, but dependent for your survival. You abandon a small child. You abandon um, an older adult who is incapacitated or needs you to make decisions for them or like, you know, is unable to care for themselves. Well, it feels like the issues will play themselves out later, like because they all do. You eventually deal with your family members and the things that come up, they come up in other ways. So it, it now, I, I get it. Like now is not the, the holiday, uh, not going to the holidays is not the time to get into that. But I would think later in the year, if you're having a conversation with them and there's an opening and you can discuss any issues you're all having, you know, that would be the place to do it. Not around, not visiting you, but just in general, Hey, you treat me badly. Is that, I mean, at some point, do you have to talk to your family member about you that? You can. Yeah. You know, it's, I think it's really up to the individual and you have to come from, where's it coming from? Are you still trying to make excuses for yourself and excuse yourself and please people? Or is it really important for you to have that conversation? Right. Because someone may not be able to hear what you're saying. Well, that's what I think about too. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, you're wasting your energy. Yeah. What other tools do you need going into this? Like, I would think it's not, you know, we addressed basic communication, and I feel better after you explain that to me. But what about you, like the person? What do you do to protect yourself from just from from just having to maybe drink extra to get through that you said no or that you uh, disappointed or were told you disappointed someone? Well, like I said, it comes from your abandonment wound. Yeah. So telling yourself every day, like, I'm not a bad person. I love myself. I love my family. It's healthy for me to create these boundaries. And you, you have to tell yourself that every day, like in the mirror, 
I love you. I'm smart enough. <laughs> um, you do. You really do have to give yourself daily affirmations because you are trained since you were an infant for this enmeshment. Yeah, I had a. I I skipped a holiday dinner or something. I had an aunt who was just, just more and more racist every time I'd like have a conversation. Just like we were getting older, and I think she felt like it was. Oh, it's okay now to say these things, and it was never okay. And at some point, I said, "I'm not going over there." I was probably 16, and my mom couldn't understand why. Right. And I and I said, "Your sister's a racist. That's I'm not going to deal with that." And she went. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's been pretty bad. She is. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a healthy response. That because was because my mom's in a healthy place. I wasn't you know, like, yeah. we were able to have that conversation. But there's no way I'm going to all Annie Ant over there and saying, hey, this is why right now. It's not, it's not. I already called her out at dinner one time and mm-hmm. did my part to say that's not right. I don't like to hear that. And it's like that's that's known as like the Christmas dinner where John, you know, was disrespectful to his aunt and it's like why am i coming here anymore like why and it's it only got better when i stopped going i only felt like now i'm not around a racist suddenly things are better anything is better than this i'm sitting at home like watching miami vice you know like i it's right i might have done that um but you know what i mean i do i had one of those at christmas at my grandma's house yeah i don't know i went off on some feminist rant and that wasn't appreciated Hey, are you out there and are you that, are you the person? Uh, I'm always the person. I know you're the person. I'm saying the person listening. They're probably nodding right now saying, oh, I'm the person. I'm the person. I was always the person. I'm always the person. Yeah, I'm the person too because. Eventually um, you stop getting invited when you're the person. It's kind of nice. Yep. Um, The thing of it is, is that around the holidays, everyone's amped up. Everyone's amped up, right? And they're all going into the situation in the same way. Oh, we have to deal with liberal John in Seattle, anti-Trump agenda. Yeah, and his, you know, Antifa. Uh, Yeah, he oh, he owns a bar on Capitol Hill. You know where Chop was, right? Like you. (laughs) Everyone's going in with their defenses up. That plant-eating vegan. Yeah, and everyone is going in with right. the the sort of history yeah. of every fucking Christmas Eve or every Thanksgiving or every, oh, when so-and-so got drunk and, oh, remember the time when... So everyone's going into it already, like, with these expectations, these uh, amped up, you know, memories or they're ready to fight. Like everyone's ready to fight. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, if you want to have some of those difficult conversations with your family, it comes in the most unexpected times. It really does. It comes in an unexpected phone call an unexpected, like walk, uh, down, you know, go for a walk in the park. Like it comes when your nervous system is a little more chill and you're more willing to listen and people are more willing to listen and and you're not going to you're not going to win any of those arguments around the holidays you're just going to get drunk and like pull punches that's exactly what i was looking for like that <laughs> that no i'm serious that that is really good advice that it's going to come that's what i'm saying that conversation's going to come because i really think that's what people are going to say like well when do we deal with this and then there's going to be a point where you have to come to the decision this is not fixable 
on my end, like once you've said your piece, the things that make them toxic to you, that they're, they talk down to you, they, they criticize you, they, you know, all those things, you know, just the, I know, right. I just think about like, why are you like this? And why haven't you done that? And why you just that whiny bitchy blech from whoever. Right. And, um, so you also have to get to a point, I would think in your, in your toolbox of dealing with the toxic people where you reach in and be like, okay, here's the, I can't fix them. They can't fix themselves. They understand how I feel. I'm now moving on with my life. Uh, most of the people you're talking about are grown ass adults. <laughs> that is true. Isn't so <laughs> they are absolutely 100% responsible for themselves. Yes. Yeah. It's You're not responsible for them. There's a lot of adults who are not. No, we, because we don't give ourselves our autonomy. Does that make sense? Right. Like we have these sort of codependent relationships with our families. We get all in it. I watch people regress back to when they're kids, when they're in their parents' house or something. They start like not cleaning up after themselves or, you know, my ex, uh, sister-in-law used to like ash on the floor she was a smoker and she like smoke in the house and ash on the floor in her mom's house and i was like mad man she she would never do that in her own house she would even call herself out go oh my god what is wrong with me just lean over the chair i'll never forget that i'll never forget that she's like what am i doing i'm ashing on the kitchen floor i'll never forget that and and so and i think we're all aware of it like you go home to your like folks house yeah and you turn into children. Yeah. I've watched you correct your, your siblings many times. Go wash a goddamn dish. Oh, don't even get me I, started I should, on that I know. Shit. Yeah, because your brothers become... My elderly mother's just supposed to continue yeah, to wipe some, their asses? Like, what's going some on? Some of you, not all, but she has a lot of brothers. But some some of them, I've seen it. Like They don't clean up after themselves in my mom's house. Yeah, and there's a level of, like, there's a level of toxicity... And there's a level of gender roles. Yeah. And, and then there's there, a level of Yeah, you've got to decide how you feel mm-hmm. before you make that decision. If you don't feel like you can, you are being abused in some way or, or that is, it's verbal abuse. Verbal it's, abuse is sure. never okay. Yeah. So if you feel bad and a good test, here's my test, Amy, tell them you're not coming and then see how they treat you. If they treat you badly, you've made the right decision. If they accept that, you may want to reconsider. What can happen is this bullshit thing that happens when you tell your family you're not coming. They'll say, oh, what are you, better than us? Ooh, yuck. That's a big... Is that one? Oh, yeah. I I haven't heard that one, but... Oh, yeah. Yeesh. And (laughs) it's, no, I, I don't think I'm better than you. I love you. I hope you have a wonderful time. I'm not coming this year. Okay, everybody repeat after me. I love you. Come on, John. I love you. I hope you have a wonderful time. I I hope you have a wonderful time. And I'm not coming this year. And I'm not coming this year. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. All right. The word of the day, enmeshment. (laughs) Enmeshment. Look it up. Find us at the doctor and the DJ. Tell us how it went. Lesson went really bad. Don't, don't tell us. No, I'm kidding. Tell us tell us how it went. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, we got to look out for each other. There is a community, and I feel very strongly about chosen family. And right. so if, if we're, you know, on the outskirts of that, you make sure you let us know. There's people out there 
we're going through the same thing. So uh, remember, you are not alone.